This episode is powered by Podcast. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Pull Up and Pour Podcast with your boy AJ. Cass. Leo. What's going on, y'all, man? We back in fact, back in effect. My bad. Uh, all three of the uh podcast podcast members. Welcome back, y'all. It's good to be back. All three of us. Three. So what everybody doing, man? Everybody chilling? Everybody good? I'm ready. I'm ready. I've been missing y'all the last couple of weeks. Been listening to how y'all, you know, decided to talk about sports while I was gone. Don't think I ain't noticed. So Your ass I'm better ready have to be back. about to get quizzed. <laughs> right. We, yeah. So what did we talk about? <laughs> and in two minutes. I mark. just said it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, it is good to be back and I'm ready to talk my shit, pop my shit. You know how I do. We do not know how you do. You know, you <laughs> of all people on this podcast know. Yeah. Crazy ass. Uh, but yeah, man, we got a, a good episode coming up for y'all today. So we're going to get right into it. Um, Cass, uh, text a group chat, uh, uh, a question, and we thought it was a great topic to talk about on the podcast, and that is, uh, is it okay for you to date, or was it talk to your friend's exes? Or yeah, have talk to or date. I mean, I guess it depends on what you consider dating. I, I guess the overall would be dating, but basically, okay. is it is it okay? Is it okay to talk to somebody or date someone that is considered an ex of your friend? Or yeah, one of your friends' exes. So how do y'all feel about that? And then I'll go. Uh I'm gonna go ahead and say, nah. I mean, it's certain uh situations, uh because some people, I mean, are they a literal ex or is it somebody that they might have talked to like years and years ago well, that they ain't never went? I over? guess that's something that you would have to define. Like, is that somebody like do you consider the ex would you consider an ex? Because I know I say ex sometimes when I tell stories but they're not like an ex-boyfriend but they were somebody I fucked with real tough so I'll say ex but um it, I guess it just depends on what you define as an ex okay um well I mean I think it depends on um how those two are and what they consider themselves to be what they consider their past to be if it's your friend if your friend considers it to be an ex or somebody that you know they had relations with that you know they 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 cared about at some point I, I i would say no unless they are cool with it you know but if it's one of those things where like you this friend may have may have you may have not known that this person even you know was slid into her inbox you know and they might have a few conversations and you know how dudes be like i mean i used to talk to her i know you didn't bro there was a couple conversations <laughs> uh uh and you may not know so i mean if y'all wind up, you know what I'm saying, get linking up and you find out later, then I, I think at that point it's too late. But if, yeah. it's, if it's if it's somebody that, you know, that your friend has, you know, seriously dated, I, I would say, hell no. Nah. I mean, and, and it's not only because uh, it's against like the bro code, but also, I mean, I think it'll bring problems in, you know, in the future. I think it'll, it'll be some weird tension, you know, between all three parties at some point. Yeah, especially if you want to bring them around. You know, at the point you want to start bringing that person around or y'all going on a double date, you know, that's kind of awkward. What about you, Leah? Uh, So, yeah, kind of what AJ kind of said, it's really like levels to it. So, like, my friends, I mean, I really don't have too many people I call my friends. So, the very selective few that I do call my friends, yeah, I probably wouldn't even 
um, talk to any of them. Like, especially if they had a serious relationship. Like you said, now, if they just slid in the DM and kind of talked here and there or, you know, had a brief conversation, maybe. But, like I said, I have that conversation. I have that conversation with that, with that friend and be like, hey, like, what was, like, the extent of y'all relationship or situationship, whatever y'all want to call it, entanglements, whatever. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I, I would say no because, like I said, the, the very few – friends i do have i mean i take that shit kind of seriously so um definitely would never talk to my friends baby mama ex-wife like anybody they had like mm-hmm. a serious relationship with at all so yeah that would be a no for me i i feel the same way but i kind of feel like for me like if i ain't have a baby with him or he ain't put a ring on my finger he is free game like i could care i mean I might say, like, you really want to fuck with him after what he did to me or how this ended or whatever. Like, that speaks to your character as my friend, my alleged friend. But I did have a situation where one of my friends, one of my good friends started dating and even, like, started having a serious relationship with somebody that I used to date. And I didn't know until it was, like, serious. At first, I guess I felt the way more so the fact that she didn't come up front and just say, look, I'm about to, I think I'm about to start talking to what's the name, you know? And I think that kind of, I think she kind of gauged it as like, he wasn't that serious to me. So maybe she wanted to wait until it was something serious with them two. But I think the only thing I felt was more so like, as my friend, we should be better than that. Like you should be able to come to me and say, whatever and not ask me more so for permission because I feel like that's what people think like I'm not about to ask for permission to do what I want to do it's more so just to let me know before somebody else let me know like I said if I ain't had no baby with you and you ain't put no ring on my finger you know and or you ain't put no ring on my finger um it's not that serious to me I mean if they want to date whoever they want to date but it's like you can't date my baby daddies you just can't. I mean, I don't care how I feel about the first one. He's off limits, too. Like, I I mean, it's just, it's awkward. You know, it's just right. awkward because I have to deal with him regardless of our situation. I have to deal with him. And then if you're dating him, that just makes it awkward. But anybody else I've dated in the past, like, if you want to fuck with him, fuck with him. I mean, but as my friend, I would think you would at least let me know something ahead of time or before it got serious so that way I'm I don't hear it from somebody else that's that's my only thing is if we're friends you should be able to have that open and honest conversation with me now is this the same situation that I'm that I'm thinking of with you give me a hint without saying name from the from the g nope (laughs) okay Okay. no no that was different and actually with that situation once that girl found out that him and I dated first, she actually did reach out to me um, before she hated my guts for like five years. But she actually did reach out to me and ask if it was okay. And I'm like, girl, please, <laughs> you know. But then she, so uh, go ahead. But then her jealousy had started popping up. Yeah. Well, it was more so him and I still kept messing around after that. Like oh, she well, was shit. like, can right, I well. date him? Yeah, she was like, can I date him? I'm like, sure. He's not boyfriend material, but, you know, whatever. We can both. And we then, can both. 
I ain't say all that though. So had I kept it 100, yeah. so I guess I didn't keep it 100 with her and be like, yeah, well, yeah. you know, he's probably coming down next weekend. But I mean, yeah, you could date him. But I didn't say that. You know, I didn't tell yeah. her we were still having an ongoing on and off thing. So that's why she probably oh. hated me after that. But she did the right thing, you know? Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Well, there you have it. And I, and I think now, I think uh, before we uh, segue into next topic, and I think that you got to have like both sides from um, each party, man, because like I think Cass said, like one might say that they're dating, and the other one might like, well, that was just a, I mean, it wasn't nothing serious. You know what I'm saying? We we were just trying to yeah. Argue so like I think basically. you got to figure out. Like how serious it was on each side, and they kind of go from there. Man, but dudes, you know, I feel like dudes are more apt to downplay situations because they want to fuck with both of y'all. In my mind, that's how that's how my yeah. mind goes because I've dealt with some ain't shit ass dudes. I always think like, okay, he'd be like, I don't even fuck with her like that, and she damn near in love. You know what I mean? So it'd be like, okay, you don't fuck with her like that, but yet she posting about you and I know it's about you. You know what I mean? She got your arm in her photo. I know that's your arm. You <laughs> hey, that, that'd be the funny part. When you put two and two together, like... But hold on. I know that tattoo. I ain't even I ain't even know she took that pic. But y'all out to eat and shit, but you don't fuck yeah, with her like that? Yeah. So right. That's how I feel about it. It's like, dudes will downplay a situation so he can low-key fuck with both of y'all. I mean, not all guys, you know, but just ain't shit-ass dudes or young guys who haven't come in today grown-up ways yet um, which takes a while we'll try to try to manipulate and kind of have his cake and eat it too type of thing that's, that's cake though that's what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. i want all i want all the cake okay. now dude's problem is they be want multiple cakes they want other people's cakes right they want that you know they want that vanilla cake and with the chocolate cake and then they want that marble cake you that know and i'm cake. like damn how much you know you about to get sick off all this cake yeah, yeah. See, I knew, like, I had, I was with a girl for eight years. She talked to people that I knew, and I felt some type of way about it. I'm like, how y'all gonna, like, how y'all gonna talk to her? You know what I'm saying? Um, I did feel some type of way, but then as I got older, I just like, shit, ain't it? if you want to talk to that dude, like, if you want to downgrade yourself and talk to that dude, go ahead and do what you do. Like, that's what you do. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's when I realized, like, it, I mean, you, like like Cass said, it's free. It's free range. Like it's free game. We're we not married. We're not. You know, we don't have a baby together. Um, I don't know if it was more like, damn, you chose that dude. Like of all people, you like you chose that dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, honestly, it's probably it's probably both ways though, because then you look at it like, you know, we've been together. We was together for so long, and then. No matter who they choose to be with, you kind of judge them off gate. Like, off the, off, like, as soon as you know that they're dating, you be like, uh, you know, maybe, well, if you me and you're 20, whatever, you're going to go to the girl page, you're going to check her out, be like, ugh, the fuck? Like, regardless. And then, and then even if she, because then you always look for a flaw. As a woman that's kind of, maybe scorned, I would say. A woman scorned gonna look for a flaw. And I, I can't ask, I can't speak on how men operate, but I know a lot of women do it. They're not gonna admit it, but I'll admit it. Like, I would be like, okay, she could never be me. Never. 
you know, you downgraded, like you said, Leo, even if she was an upgrade, like she making more money than me, she, whatever, you know, I'm like, ugh, but she ugly though. You know, like I just got to, <laughs> I had to find some kind of thing to make me feel better about the situation. But like, as I'm, now that I'm older, I would hope all of my exes find just happiness. Be happy with who you're going to be with. Like my, uh, Malia's dad, like, I hope whenever he's done with the situation that he's in, like, I hope he finds a good woman because at the end of the day, that's going to make him happy, which would contribute to his parenting because a happy parent, I feel like is a good parent. Most times, if you're truly happy with yourself, then that just only elevates you as in everything else that you do. Yeah. But, uh, speaking of ain't shit, man, uh, We've all done some shit that ain't, you know, we ain't shit. We done seen people do some shit that ain't shit. Uh, so I kind of want to know what y'all funniest uh, least encounters are. Uh, I'll go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I think my funniest one, because I've had a few. And luckily, I've never been arrested. And it's just kind of a stroke of luck with that. But I was about to be arrested one time. But it was a, a, a big party after prom. It was a prom after party. My prom date actually dropped me off at the party because I wanted to go and he just dropped me off. And I don't know where the fuck he went, honestly. He didn't drink, like he didn't drink at all. And he was a great, I think he's older than me or he might be my same age. But anyway, he was a great under under me at the time. And that was my senior prom. We went to an after party at my friend's house and um, we all... We're drinking, of course, at underage. Somebody called the police on the party and we all got breathalyzed. They basically lined us up in, you know, a line and, and we all had to do a breathalyzer. You know, anybody that tested above 0. 0.00 was, they had, they marked them with an X because there were so many people at the party. They marked them with the X. I asked an officer if I could use the restroom because obviously I've been drinking. So I went to the restroom, tried to wash off the X. I got out of the restroom, snuck past the officer that was like counting everybody or whatever, went upstairs. And I'll never forget this. Somehow, Jotty, he climbed from the living room up to the loft that I was at. Both him and I then jumped out of a window, like from the roof down to the floor. I don't know how I did any of this. First of all, we were both drunk. Second of all, I am not the most athletic person. And we jumped from the roof onto the ground. We then climbed a six-foot privacy fence. He helped me. He caught me because I, I got to the top. I'm like, I'm scared to get down. Whatever. He caught me. We run to the housing addition across the street. I call my prom date because he ended up coming to pick me up when the police came. But he hadn't been drinking, so they were about to let him go. He came and picked us up from the housing edition across the street, and we we was free. We was free. What the fuck? That's some double like, seven type really? shit. Well, what Johnny did was some double seven type shit. When he really <laughs> he climbed from the living room somehow. Nobody got up seen to this? the loft that I was at. No, because the police were at the front door. So uh. They were at the front door, and and it was so many people that they had to you know breathalyze and everything. Jody literally climbed on the couch and then I don't even remember because this was literally what 15 years ago almost 
he climbed on the couch, somehow got up to the loft where I'm at, and we just made a plan to jump out the off the roof. And of course, Jody, old athletic ass, he jumped with ease. And I'm over here like, I'm really about to break my legs instead of <laughs> instead of going to jail right now. I don't know if it, it must have been the adrenaline. Because I definitely jumped off that roof and jumped that privacy fence and got picked up by my prom date. So that's oh, damn. That. and that's, that's yeah, that's a crazy story um that I that's had. Dope. But I was 17, so it was worse for me because he was about to tell he was he said if I blew anything above a point zero zero, he was calling my mom. And oh, that's so even yeah. worse than going to jail at 17. And your legs and yeah, so either way, yo, I mean you was either jump off the roof, your legs gonna be broken, or she's gonna find out your legs gonna be broken. In both scenarios, in that scenario yeah. we was in too. And he was like, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll have to call your mom. I'll have to call your parent because you're under 18. And I'm like, oh, shit. Please don't. Because Raquel will be here in a couple hours. Yeah. And ain't nothing. Nothing worse than being in trouble with my mom at that age. You would have you would have to break out the police station and shit. Climbing on them again. <laughs> out the and window and some them I would have just chose jail. Please just, just take me to jail. Don't even worry <laughs> about it. Don't call it. You got a cot in here. <laughs> shit. Don't worry about it, cause she just don't even call her. But yeah, that's right, probably yeah. my funniest story, and and I hope I'm gonna make sure Daddy listens to this because I'm pretty sure he remembers this story, and that would be a that would be interesting. <laughs> Daddy's my guy too. Shout that's, out to Daddy. That's, that's wild. Shout out to Daddy. Uh, on my end, uh, it was a uh, actually my 22nd birthday. You know, and my birthday is on the 22nd, so it's supposed to be my golden year, right? And, uh, you know, we go out. Uh, it was called the what, Neon Armadillo at the time. Mm, uh, little mm-hmm. country bar. But on the Wednesdays, they had quarter beers. and I remember that. Quarter beers. And it was uh, it was uh, like a country bar, but they they uh, they played all kind of music on Wednesdays. So we go there, whatever. You know, I had, you know, like two, three beers. Um, and I uh, had my girlfriend at the time, who was actually just 20, um, due to turn. She was about to turn 21 a few months later. Got in with a fake ID. It was like some fights broke out, if I remember correctly. We all decided to leave because, you know, cops get involved. They find out she got a fake ID. It's a problem. So we leave and I got to piss. You know, I ain't have time to go to the bathroom before we leave. So we get in the car. I'm driving. You know, I'm feeling fine. You know, like I said, I only had two, three beers that entire time we was there. We drive down the road, got to make a right. And now that I remember, after he told me, um, I guess I pulled up too close to a police officer before I made this right. You know, so he goes, he turns right, goes down. This is completely dark street, like no street lights, nothing. And it was a wide street. Um, you would think that the speed limit would be like 40, 50 or whatnot. So then I turned right. For some reason, I didn't even think that it was just a cop in front of me. And I, now I can't see him. I don't know where he is. So I'm, I'm doing on the street. Um, I think speed limit, yeah, like 35. I'm going like 45. You know, because I got to piss. I'm trying to get home. And all of a sudden, I see blue lights behind me. Bloop, bloop. So I pull over. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, man, I only had like three beers, man. I, I'll, I'll blow low. So I pull over or whatnot. And, you know, he come up to me. He has me do like the ABC, uh, ABCs backwards and all that, which I can't do anyways. Um, sober. He didn't make me do like the walk the line or whatever. Um, so then he gives me a breathalyzer. Blew a point. You know, legal limit is point zero eight. I blew a point zero nine. Like mm. right there on a the cusp. Like right there on a the cusp. You know, he pulls me out the car, whatever. He handcuffs me. Then he puts me in his car. I'm like, hey, man, can I can I piss on the side of the road? I won't tell nobody. It's dark. Won't nobody see. I, like, I mean, like, I, I, it's probably illegal, but I promise you, I got to piss real bad. He's like, no, nah, I will be at the police station in a second. And even if uh, and if you blow when we get there, I'm going to have you blow again. If you pull 0.08, then I'll let you go. 
Um, don't know if he was serious or not about it, but he, you know, he said it a couple of times. And so he goes up to my girlfriend at the time and he asks for her ID and uh, all that stuff, like getting all information, insurance, all that, because it was her car that we took. And I'm sitting there, I'm in the car. I'm like, man, I got a piss. So I'm trying to hold it. I'm like maneuvering, like maneuvering my body so I can like get a good, you know what I'm saying? Good, you know, clinch, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> so like five minutes go by and like a little dribble come out. And at that point, at that point, I couldn't stop it. So <laughs> I'm like fighting it. I'm like sweating. I'm fighting it, trying to hold it in. And that motherfucker just keeps <laughs> all down my leg, all over the seat. I'm in the front seat and I'm I'm pissed and I'm like, man, fuck it. And then after, you know what I'm saying? After so much came out, I'm like, fuck it. I just got to let it go. So I piss or whatever. And like a minute later, he walks back to the car. He's ready. She drives off. She, you know, I had to call my mom or whatnot. You know, he gets in the car happy. I, I'm not telling him shit. I'm not telling him shit. Cause like I said, it's a dark road. I'm like, if he find out piss in his car, this man's going to kill me. Uh, so we, we on the, uh, the way to the police station and do cool as shit. Actually. Like we having regular ass conversation. We talking about, College at the time is uh, it's called IPFW now it's PFW. You know he making jokes about it, uh, saying IPFW is I pay for what you know. Uh, and we laugh and having a good old time. We get to the station. He keeps telling me, "Hey man, you blow point zero eight because I know you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's your birthday. You know I, I really want to let you go. So we get to the station. You blow point zero eight. Uh, I'll let you go. So we get downtown to the police station. We pull into the little garage area, or whatever. So he comes around the corner, you know, opens the door and like I'm in the, I'm in the, uh, the passenger seat in the front. So I get up, you know, and I'm nervous. Bro. I'm like, now I'm sweating again. I'm like, I feel a little safe because we in the garage. There's some cameras here. Maybe he won't do nothing. So, uh, you know, he helps me out the car or whatever. I go around the back and then he like, he's all I hear is, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> he said, seriously, dude? I'm like, I told you I had to pee, man. You could have let me go on the side of the road. You can fucking hold it. I'm like, oh, shit. He about to lose his tip. My fucking wife sits here. My kids sit here. I'm like, oh, shit. This man is about to kill me. So he came around the corner. Like, he came around that, the car aggressive. I'm like, oh, shit. This is it. Like, my hands is behind my back, cuffed. I can't do shit. I can't even, like, block my face or nothing, you know. Uh, so he grabs my arm and, like, kind of aggressively, but not, you know what I'm saying, not, like, too aggressive. So we walk into the police station or whatnot, and he's telling every police officer that we walk by, yeah, this fucking guy just pissed in my fucking seat. I'm like, man, like my jeans is wet, you know, <laughs> book me in there or whatever. I'm sitting there with pissy jeans. And before he walks out uh, or before he uh, they close, you know, what I'm saying a holding cell or whatever. He's like, yeah, I guess I'll go clean my fucking car now. If you want to piss in it. I'm like, man, I'm in here with all these motherfuckers. <laughs> you just telling everybody I piss on myself and and or no, they had me breathalyzed before they put me in a hole. So they had me breathalyzed. I blew a point zero nine again. again. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, fuck. But then at that point, I'm like. Even if I pull a point zero away, he ain't fucking with me. Like, he's pissed. I think his name was Officer Ward or something like that. So I'm in a holding cell. You know, I got to piss again. So I get up. I go piss. And next thing I know, some other dude storms in there. He's apparently he's been maced, all kind of shit. So he's like throwing up over the side of that little wall where I'm pissing at. I'm like, bro, like, my dick is out and I'm pissing. Like, he's coughing and fucking heaving and throwing up. I'm like, dude. So, like, I pull my pull my uh shit up and... um. I go sit back down and then they put me in a, they moved me to another holding cell and like, I ain't never been to jail before. So I'm like, man, like I ain't going to sleep in here. And I'm thinking all I see is movies, well, rape, rape, rape. I mean, I'm like, man, I got pissy jeans. I ain't nobody finna fuck with me. So I go to sleep, you know, I wake up, whatever. I, I get out 12 hours later, uh, released on OR and, you know, I see the sunlight and I'm like putting my hands up because it just seemed so foreign. I felt like I did like 12 years, you know, that's, that's how I ended my golden year. I spent the whole year on probation. Mm. 
So now and like and then I, I wrote about it in like my English class or whatever. They said, oh, it really was a golden year. Which, you know what I'm saying? Because you piss. It's like a golden shower. <laughs> hey, yeah. If you think about it that I'm way. Like, what the? F-? I'm like, damn. Yeah. So I was like, damn, man. Like I spent my whole golden year on, on probation. So now when people when people tell me it's their golden year, I'm like, man, in my head, I don't want to put that, you know what I'm saying, speak it into existence. So I keep it in my like, Man, my shit was fucked up. I hope you don't ever do no shit like or get in trouble or something. But yeah, it was it was it was crazy. But I thought I was going to die and I pissed on myself. And you know, not only did I piss on myself, I pissed in a police car. So yeah, that what? was that was my weirdest encounter. Well, not my weirdest. I guess I ran from the cops one time. That was a, that's a whole nother story. You know, it just be wild sometimes. It be wild. And uh, well, he should have let you pee. That's right. Like just just pee. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm like, bro, because like, I told him, I'm like, man, that's why I'm speeding, bro. Like I was trying to get home, and, and man, if y'all go down this road. Uh, if you in Fort Wayne, it's called Ludwig or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like by the little uh, personal little air tanker or whatever, like where they fly, fly like crop planes and stuff like that. Like the road is wide, man. Um, over there, kind of by Northrop, not on Cook Road, but the one next to it. And like that speed limit should not be thirty-five. Like, cause even the houses that are on the street, the front yards are so big. Like there would there was no chance of really like hitting kids or anything like that. Like it's it's pretty much like a like a country road. But yeah, man, that was that was that was my weirdest uh, police encounter. Most you know fucked up situation. <laughs> that we was, was having crazy. a good old time. We was having a good old time talking and joking on the way to the police station. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting in here. You know what I'm saying? I'm skate out. I'm, I'm skate out of this. You know, lo and behold, not only did I end up on probation, but I'm pissy boy. <laughs> he said pissy boy. <laughs> man, he said. I'm pretty sure the cops probably know, like. He was telling everybody. I'm like, man, shut up. No, he had to. He had to release. He had to release <laughs> that anger. For pissing on myself. That's he had to release that anger. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, he was pissed. Because he was gonna beat your ass, or he had to. Yeah, release he, I ain't gonna lie. He was cool. He was cool though. He found out that my I peed on his car. I felt bad too. I'm or pissed in his car. I'm like, man, yeah, I was being fake as hell in there laughing and kicking <laughs> with you. And I'm I'm not a pissed in your fucking car. Since you felt better. You could have told him though. You could have said, Hey man, I just Nope. I just nope. I was scared, mm-hmm. man. I was scared and, and I was After embarrassed. At least me, I would have said it. It's like one of them, it's it's like one of them kid moments where like you know you're in trouble, so you try to hide it. They ain't gonna find out. Knowing damn well that, yeah, you know damn well like the 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 other shoe gonna drop, but yeah, that was that was wild, man. That was wild. That's crazy. Well, I'm gonna be lame because I don't That's have crazy. a story. Um, the few encounters I've had with police, man, they weren't like not been they, funny. Yeah, they they weren't funny. Like it ain't like in bad, but they just there wasn't no funny story. Um, like both of y'all have, like I have nothing like that. It's a, it's a, a funny one, but it's not really the cops part that's funny about you uh driving home with that fucked up ass car from around the oh, corner. Oh man! Led a whole trail back to the yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, <laughs> like you left clues off the of clues for, <laughs> for for the cops. They knew exactly where the fuck to find you at, and <laughs> they drove straight to the house, leaking all type of fluids and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you let break yeah on. yeah then, uh, i guess I, mean, I woke up still drunk and i was talking to the police saying the same shit over and yeah, over yeah he kept repeating himself <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah these niggas going to jail bro <laughs> like, they looking at this man like dude like you keep telling us the same story five times in a row we ain't asked you a single question <laughs> about this shit yeah nah like i said they, they they all didn't end bad i just never i just don't have a funny one so but yeah y'all stories yeah. was pretty funny all right. so, so I know I remember the one AJ was talking about. That shit's hilarious. 
Yeah, man. And shout out to my prom date too, though. He he was the real MVP. Came and got oh. both of us. Dropped yeah. Jody back off at home because Jody lived around a, the corner. Shout out to him. Steve Curtis situation. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say Jordan his name Pippen. too. Yeah, shout out to Brandon Knox. That was a uh... oh oh <laughs> oh <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh stupid oh. <laughs> yeah that's, that's an inside joke guys because y'all y'all yeah. not gonna get it i'll have to sit here and explain it to you and it's probably not even funny when you explain it to somebody you gotta but, uh, and he you still, you know he still talk be. like that he got other Does people he? talking like that too yeah oh. <laughs> 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 oh, that's hilarious yeah but um yeah shout out to brandon knox for that i don't know if he, he well he has to remember that story that was his junior year and mm. it was my senior year, but um, and save the day. Yeah, man, he definitely. I mean, I ain't have another prom date. I planned on somebody being my prom date, but then he ain't shit. He ended up taking another bitch to some some other prom. Damn. So uh, I was like, like two weeks before prom, I was like, "Hey, you trying to go to prom with me?" Like I asked him, and he was like, "Yeah." Mm. I said, like, "Okay, shit, let's go." I need you know I was gonna have a prom date regardless. I was gonna find me somebody, and he was next up on the list. So, and he went. Shout out to him. But yeah, so we're gonna get into these uh the pod decks, or you know, question of the week. If you want to save fifteen percent off these pod decks, use our uh promo code uh pour up and save you fifteen percent. Uh, what these pod decks are are they are uh, obviously a deck of cards, and they uh, have all type of subjects on them to you know break the ice, or you know, good for group settings, or good for podcasts. Um, you know, decks like uh, the episode deck, the interview deck, would you rather, uh, what the heck? And then they have their own app as well. Um, and you can you can uh, buy decks there. But if you if you want some of the decks that we have, uh, go to poddecks.com, uh, you know, place your order uh, before you finish, put in that promo code, pour up, and you will save 15%. Last week, uh, I actually forgot what the question was for last week. Top three goals. Top three goals and what are you what doing? What you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you guys like to go yeah, first? I'll go first. Um, okay. So my top three goals, uh, number one is be more of a, a present father. And a lot of people be like, well, you know, you have your daughter and all that, but um, I just want to, you know, give her more time, quality time, and just be more of a present father. Mm-hmm. Um, just not just being there physically, but I want to be there mentally, emotionally for her. <clears throat> so that's, that's my, that's my right. biggest goal. So, you know, what I'm doing to get there, um, you know, just I switch jobs like I um, announced like last episode. So with that, I have more time. I won't be as stressed uh, physically and mentally. Uh, so I'll be there for in that capacity. Um, okay. Number two is uh, my ultimate goal is being a sports agent. I'm not going to tell you too much details with that, but I mean, I got some shit in the works. So I'm definitely working okay. and pursuing that. And number three is, I mean, it's something that I'm good at, and then there's some, then it's just days or months where I'm just terrible, and that's just being more financial stable, uh, financially stable. It that's always just been a big goal of mine, um, and, and and starting a generational wealth. So, uh, getting in, you know, investing a little bit more instead of just blowing the bag on stupid shit. But I'm investing uh, and trying to create some more, um, some more wealth revenue. Yeah, so. That's my top three goals and what I'm doing to get there. All right. Um, I'll, I'll go next. Um, uh, first goal is, um, you know, uh, to get more serious about 
uh, my business endeavors. And um, obviously I'm doing some stuff. I'm doing that already. Uh, uh, so, you know, go, go over to YouTube and go to Off the Bench TV. Um, the, the logo is uh, black. It's like a black TV with a, a teal or aqua blue um, lettering. Um, go ahead and subscribe. 1,000 subscribers, I'm giving away $250. Um, and that's just a start because um, once I build my audience up, you know, I want to have my own app and I want to, you know, produce shows uh, around music, around business, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, to help uh, to be kind of like a, a gatekeeper uh, or not a gatekeeper, but a, a gateway for people who are, you know, starting off acting or starting off writing or starting off, um, you know, uh, on the camera side of things uh, to, to, to get noticed by uh, these big companies to where they can, you know, get their career really on, uh, on track to, you know, so they can go win big ass awards and stuff like that. So uh, that's uh, my one goal. Uh, uh, second goal, like you, a lot like you, Leo, uh, about being more financially stable. Um, past year, year and a half, I've been working on my credit and um, I've been watching what I spend my money on. I, I mean, outside of shoes, I guess. Um, that's one vice that I, I like, I'm addicted to. Uh, um, and what I'm doing to uh, um, regulate that is, um, again, um, I've, I've been recently getting into stocks and everything like that. Uh, right now, I'm big into like crypto. Uh, I haven't made a lot of money, but, you know, I've made some money. Uh, and, and you know, learn, I'm learning more and more, more, more about the uh, stock market. But also, um, you know, I'm looking into uh, I'm looking into. Uh, uh, owning land and, 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 you know, having Airbnbs, you know, uh, you know, creating uh, revenue streams to where like, I don't necessarily have to constantly uh, keep a, keep a, a eye on it. Um, uh, and, you know, uh, other than that, I'm, you know, just trying to watch what I spend my money on. I mean, obviously um, we're human, so we're going to have, you know, wants and needs and, you know, to, you know, go out and have a little bit of fun. Uh, and then uh, three, third goal is, uh, Really, just to to um, be more at peace, uh, you know. Uh, and what I'm doing for that is working towards my first two goals, uh, especially uh, my first one, because uh, that that brings me peace. You know, doing work that I I enjoy doing, and uh, you know, not having to go to this job that oh my god, back breaking work, um, <laughs> literally, back is hurting. Uh, so yeah, those are my top I, I'm three. I'm really going to piggyback off both of y'all because, um, one of my goals, and these are not in any particular order, but one of my goals would be the most understanding parent that I can be because I've been seeing a lot of just trash parenting. What I consider trash parenting. I mean, I'm not like the ideal parent, but you know, I just feel like I want to want to be able to listen and understand my kids, you know, and that way they can come to me in any any situation where they feel like, you know, they need help or they need advice or they just want to vent. I want to be the parent that they can do that to and not force my judgment onto them or if I have an opinion, just hold it back. Just kind of understand what they're going through and genuinely you know, I want them to genuinely think like my mom has my back. My mom is always like I can come to her with this and she's not going to make me feel bad and shame me for whatever. 
So, and, and especially because it is Pride Month, like, just if any of my kids decided, or I, I mean, I, I guess decided would be the, not a good word, but came out to me, you know, I want them to know that it would be okay. Like, I'm going to love you regardless. You know, you think it's, you think it's common sense to people, but when they're going through something where they're ashamed or who they love or what they believe in, I think it's just reassurance to them that if that was the case, like, I know my mom, it's not going to change anything. Like she's encouraging of that. So um, just more so like just being understanding uh, an understanding parent. Um, and, and like you said, Leo, be more present. Like I'm physically there all the time, but mentally be more present in what my kids are doing and saying and all of that. And then also, uh, like you said, like both of y'all said, financially stable. And I pretty much am just stashing money away. I mean, my credit is okay. It's good enough. I got a house and it actually went up after that. Um, so my credit is, is pretty decent. And um, so I'm not, that was one of my goals initially. And now it's just uh, kind of keeping it there and just building it even more. Um, and then my, my last, and I would say maybe this is my top goal, is just be more confident in myself and what I do. Like, my confidence level, I just want it to keep going up. Like, I mean, people may meet me and be like, oh, she's got to be super confident or whatever. But I think all of us have insecurities. All of us have these things that we kind of dwell on that, that other people don't even see, that don't even care about. Mm-hmm you know, if they do see it, you know, and um, so for that, I've just been kind of like meditating and just journaling when I feel bad about certain things. It's mostly about like the confidence in my work or my career um, that kind of brings me down. But when I meditate on it, like, and I think about all the good things that I bring to my job, to my home and to my friends and my family like I'm like you know what I ain't doing too bad so you know but I gotta it's a constant reminder thing for me so um to get to that confidence level that I want to be at I think that I would just need to keep reminding myself of how good um what I bring to the table and also how far I've come because I used to act out in ways that showed it showed I wasn't confident as a person like I used to just act out and lash out at people showing that I wasn't confident. But now I think with age and with wisdom, you know, I've become more confident and I don't act that the way I used to. So those are my top three. I like those all great points. And I like a lot of what both y'all said, to be honest. Uh, so what we're going to do now is we're going to use this uh, what the heck deck, you know, to get the question of the week for this week. So I'm going to pull out, you know, three random ass cards. And then Cass, since you're back this week, I'll let you pick, you know, and we're going to go off my right, left, right. and middle. So um, you can just pick one out. Let's do, let's do the right. The right. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to say nothing, but I wasn't going to say shit, but I'm going to let you have that. Uh, this one says, do you have a birthmark? Birthmark? If so, where? We might as well answer that now. That's my, 
Yeah, I have a birthmark on my arm. It used to look like a, uh, my mom said when I was born, it looked like a, a grain of rice, but then I got older and it started to look more, more rectangular, but now it's like actually fading, fading away. You know, I can barely see I got see one it. on my ribcage. You know which arm is on? I can't, I can't remember, so maybe I, I don't know, because I got a scar. Hey, over there, look at I'm just saying, like, you just looking at both arms. It's somewhere. <laughs> it's like, oh, that motherfucker. <laughs> Shit, it, it might be gone. I got a star that looked like my birthmark from when I got burnt when I worked at Subway. You said you got yours on your rib yeah, cage. Mine's on my rib cage. I always thought it it low key might not be a birthmark. I don't know. I think it may have been from chicken pox, but it's been there for a minute. So I think it's a birthmark, but again, I don't remember. So but it's permanent. <laughs> so it's on my rib cage and it's just a random like we just call it. I a birthmark. think it's a birthmark. I don't know. I haven't asked my mom, but yeah, it's 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 fairly small. So I mean, I don't know, but it looks like it could be a birthmark, but it could be from chicken pox. <laughs> yeah, Leo, you I got one. one. <laughs> For real, you don't got one. <laughs> no, no. Oh, you don't have one. Damn, that was horrible I, grammar. Yeah, I don't. I don't have one. No, you ain't had you ain't, right. right. So you were late today. No story, no birthmark. Yeah, no, Damn. No, yeah. Extra lame. So we pick one more for, ahead, for the road? Yeah, you gotta pick one more. Gotta pick one more. I'll just pick a random one. All right. Uh this one says, What's the longest you've ever waited in line for something? And what was What's it? The longest? Oh, I'm probably like an hour and a half for a roller coaster. That's the I I was just about to say the yeah, same thing. Yeah, I can't thing. think of. I ain't waiting in line for no shoes like sneakerheads be doing. You used to do back in the day. I'm not doing that. I'm not. Yeah, this motherfuckers be fighting and robbing and shit. Now, if I can't get my shit online or get a, a reservation paired, and I ain't uh, touching. I, I think I was at the zoo and I had to wait on a train line for my daughter, and I think that was like the longest. And like uh, she was like young, so like I think if. If I left, she probably wouldn't even been mad. But I kind of low key wanted to get on it myself. <laughs> but like, yeah, it was it was it was a good hour. Like waiting that line, it was hot too. Like, but then like once you got so far, it's right. like I've already waited this long. I might as well continue. And then you got people in the back behind you, and it was just like you just felt like you were stuck. So, um, well, I felt like I was stuck. So yeah, that was like my longest I ever waited because I like. My patience on waiting is nah. I don't have them. unless we count like waiting on a waiting to get sat at a restaurant. Then you join that like waiting list. I think one time we went somewhere for Morgan's birthday. Uh, was it Junk Forty or something? Yeah, Junction Forty or something. Something like that, and we we waited for hours. I remember when uh uh Jeff kept hitting his alarm on his car, and these old people thought it was their car. (laughs) So they kept walking back and trying to turn it off because we was like next to them. Every time they get close to the restaurant, he hit the alarm again. And they how they old turn was around. Morgan turning? I think because I, I was there, wasn't I? Yeah, you was there. You had to be there. Morgan yeah. was he was kind of young, I think. And we mostly all went for ourselves because like we was, I mean, we were still young. We were still good. young. Yeah, yeah, they had crab legs and everything. Oh, yeah, wow. there you have it. And that's the right, episode so- for this week. Are we not we doing questions of the week? Episode six. You didn't want to use either one of those? Fuck it. I mean, I got one right here. I, hey, I got one Let's on deck. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, uh, right. Would you ever consider writing someone as 
or would you ever consider writing to someone in jail as a pen pal? Mm -hmm. Find out next week on the Pull Up and Pull Up podcast. <laughs> Sound like some Dragon Ball Z shit. I, I like that. Yeah, we're gonna have all the all the girls like oh, yeah, yeah, my nice boyfriend in jail right now. <laughs> I don't count, <laughs> ladies. That don't and count. He, and he got other people writing him too, probably. <laughs> Right, right. Would you just a pen pal? I mean, these dudes so. be getting married for chicks they ain't even know outside the jail while they in jail doing That's life. So crazy to me. Yeah. All right. So uh, All right. before we get out of here, y'all got shout um, outs. I'm always gonna shout out Smile More Meal Prep. You guys heard it multiple times on this podcast. Uh, but yeah, um, one of our good buddies, uh, him and his. Fiance, I think they're gonna get married here soon. Uh, started a meal prep business, so of course it's called Smile More Meal Prep. Um, delivers every Sunday fresh uh, meals for you for the week. Uh, so if you guys are struggling getting lunches, struggling getting dinner, uh, even breakfast, um, he has breakfast items, snack items, whatever you guys want. Um, check out check out SmileMoreMealPrep.com. Like I said, he has I think like probably up to. 20 to 25 meals each uh each week so uh yeah check them out so shout out to uh smile more meal prep um we actually when you guys do um look up and want to order we do have a promo code which Hashtag is pour up pc say yourself 15 percent people 15 percent. so yeah that's my shout out um to terrell man like i said he's been he's been holding down for i think almost three yeah. years now and Man, like it just it keeps growing, and he has a catering business. So if you guys want to, you know, get into catering, um, your catering needs, hit him up. Also, um, like we always say, make good people, great service, great food, um, definitely five stars. For so sure. holla at him. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my shout out. Um, shout out to Malia, my oldest daughter. She she really just this weekend. She's really just been really proving herself as a preteen uh young lady and you know i just love her to death and shout out to her because she's my baby all right yeah my shout out is to my woman um i love that girl uh we'll be having so much fun uh we went to a little comedy show uh yesterday and that shit was hilarious um and uh you know she always you know she always be holding me down always thinking about me and she'd be you know, do all the stuff that um, you want you want your significant other to do, um, even when you don't want them to do it, you know, uh, even when you want to be in a bad mood or you're in a bad mood or something. Uh, so, yeah, she's been holding me down. Uh, so shout out to her. I Aww. love you. Right. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, y'all. So we're going to get the fuck up out of here, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Uh, uh, at noon on Wednesday. And uh, Juan, Juan is uh, a permanent uh, editor now. Uh, so we're going to start seeing, you're going to start seeing us get better and better over time. Uh, uh, he's brought, he already brought a lot of great ideas to the podcast. Uh, so shout out to Juan shout as well. Shout out to Juan. Woo -woo. Shout out Big Juan. Juan. <laughs> you can leave that out, Juan, if you want to. Or you can leave it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Hi, y'all. All right, bro. Bye.